Welcome to Bubbles and Books, a podcast about two of the best things in life, books and champagne, brought to you by Amanda and Ellen, co-owners of your local independent bookstore, Dog-Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. First, give me a cheers. Okay, okay we're ready. And yeah. books are sexy. There's no pop today. single serve today. Nope. It wasn't a pop. You know what? We always have single serves. Good job, <laughs> Ellen. We always Is have single convincing? single serves of champagne for her. I thought that was a convincing pop. It was. Yeah. So we are hanging out at the bookstore on another quiet day. Good job. Quiet day because of this crazy uh, white Christmas weather. Um, I think our first customer came in at 10 o'clock. So Yesterday we had a slow start, I think. Yeah. So we're looking forward to having the rest of our holiday shoppers in today, and we really love We found the perfect gift for someone already this morning. Um, people shopping for their sisters and their children and their aunts. It's really fun. It's our favorite time of year to make book recommendations. And by the time this airs, Christmas will be over. It'll be over. But you'll have gift cards, and you'll want to come in and get all the fantastic books you need. And you'll be thinking ahead to the new year yeah. and your reading resolution. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because we'll you should have a one. a little bit about that today. Yep. So you'll want to come buy books at Dog Ear Books for your reading resolution. So what are you reading right now, Ellen? I am reading Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Very good. And it's, it's really good. It's one of our best of the year. Yeah, I'm we've, glad you're we've talked about it a couple times on this podcast, but... Essentially, it's a story of friendship, um, and these two friends come together when they're not ideal circumstances, um, are kind of creative geniuses, become famous, become successful, and how that impacts their friendship and families. Yeah, and I loved it. It gave me very much Daisy Jones and the Six Fives. Um, a little bit, not in its format. Not in its format. But in its, like, the telling of what success can do to a relationship. Right, yeah. In the um, backstory of a very public-facing, you know, power team. Interestingly, I got a Facebook message yesterday from the president of the English Education Club at Iowa State, okay. who comes in here quite a bit. Uh-huh. Um, she's super nice, McKenna. She's like, hey, Ellen, have you read Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow? <laughs> I said, actually, I'm reading it right now. She's like, tell me what you think when you're done. So I don't know what McKenna thought, but I was, it was kind of fun to be like, actually, actually, I am reading it. I have it in my hand as we speak. I actually, I literally did. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about what literally, I'm reading. And I use that in the, the correct way sense. of using that word, Rachel. Yeah. By the way, there is a new book coming out, 2023, called The Package. Inspired by true events, let's just say the main character Raquel is loosely based on a 
our very own Rachel. This is actually... And Raquel knows what literary means. Okay. That's it the only it difference. It might be coming out just on our blog. We'll find out. <laughs> we should. That we should. Amy and I have started it. So far, we're one paragraph in, but I think it's pretty top-notch already. Right. Yesterday, we did a puzzle of the one true joy of Jewish life. This is literally what the puzzle said. The one true joy of Jewish life, food. So it was all was Jewish like, I think food. there's probably other Many true joys. joys. Many true joys. But it was a fun puzzle. Yeah. We did a puzzle. Today, you wrote a book. Right. We went really productive. It's amazing what the weather can do. All right. Um, like I said, I'm not going to talk about what I'm reading because I'm still reading the same stuff. Like, what are you looking forward to? You're about to go on a trip. What are you looking I'm forward packing, to reading? I'm packing a lot of books. I'm packing at least four to five because there's travel time. Forty-five? Four to five. <laughs> and they're going to be fat ones. Okay, tell me. Um, what are you packing? I am packing Babel because I promise. Ooh, yeah. I think I might need that one next, Amanda. Yeah. You get buddy sort of read. Sorry. I'm going to read The Seven Moons of Molly uh, I something. Read that. I'm waiting um, for that. Nobel Prize. Booker Prize. Booker Prize winner. Um, Mar- this is one Bailey wants me to read. She promises that me I will enjoy it. Um, I feel like I have others that I'm like, oh, I've been meaning to read this. I'm going to start reading March books. Because, and you are too. Yeah. I think we're looking at March. I was actually requesting advanced reader copies this morning. Yes. So. So I have a couple. And there actually might be some on. Yes, I do too. I've read okay. one March okay. release already. I have um, like and I've got two. a couple more on two. the way. Yeah. I'm finishing one that I find very, very interesting. I've been slow going. It's the holiday season. It's this one called Big Swiss that comes out in January. It's going to be, it is quirky, quirky. It's the sex therapist. Yes, the transcriptionist for the sex therapist. It's very interesting. And I'm still listening to The Last Chairlift by John Irving (laughs) because it is 52 chapters and it is like a brick. It is a, that is a huge book. But I'm enjoying it. So if someone feels like plodding along, I was describing it to my brother-in-law he lives in ski country and this is about kind of ski culture but many other things too sexuality and family um it's been really neither one of them even though i'm plodding along do i want to quit because i'm very curious and interested we're good all right let's talk about what's coming out um here squeaking in at the end of the year well should we do our topic of conversation first my document oh yeah you're right your document's out of order Um, i am sorry edit that out edit that out rachel do your job. <clears throat> Do your okay. job. Topic of conversation is getting ready to make your New Year's resolution. So we're we're talking to you on December 27th. You need to be ready. Because on the 31st, you're making that resolution. And starting January 1st, before we talk to you next, you are going to start your resolution. Yes. Okay. And, you know, we want to encourage you to think outside yep. of quantity of books. Right. Because a lot of times it's like, I'm going to read... 20 books or I'm going to read 50 books or I'm going to read 100 books and it mm-hmm. can feel a little bit like competitive if like the person next to you is like I'm going to read 500 books and you're like I'm going to read 12 mm-hmm. you know then you feel bad but if you haven't been reading 12 is a big accomplishment so sort of thinking beyond quantity and what you want to get out of reading so 
so some of the things I think of right in a way are just like habits. The habit I always share with people is always bring a book with you everywhere you go because you will suck your brain out with your phone a million times a day while you wait in the car to pick someone up or for your groceries to be loaded or while you're on hold with some stupid, you know, customer service, bring a book everywhere with you, a physical book. Because if it's on your phone, you're still going to go to your phone and then you're going to click over to your social media. So we sell physical books. We also sell audiobooks. Um, I would recommend also having an audiobook and a physical book going at all times. That's what I do. Think about when you're driving in the car. I did talk to a customer the other day who said, like, his brain is not capable. Like, he does not hear what's happening in the audiobook while he's driving uh, because his brain can only focus on driving. Yeah. And I think vice versa, I'll be into a book and I'll be like, whoops, I went to the wrong place. <laughs> or um, you'll be like on autopilot. <laughs> yes. So I encourage you to drive responsibly. Autopilot. But Yeah. Audiobooks are great for all the things that you don't like doing. So when I really hate getting ready in the morning, and if I'm actually going to do my hair, I will turn on an audiobook while Your I'm. Your hair looks great today. Thanks. I did it. Thanks, anyway. John Irving. Um, yeah, John Irving. <laughs> I hate the. I, I stress when I drive. All my anxieties come in. So. Start to develop habits like that. One of your habits that uh, another person I talked to in the store um, said they follow is you read every single night before you go to bed. Yes, without fail. Like, yeah. I cannot go to sleep until I'm three hours deep asleep. Yeah. Last few nights I've been so tired. <laughs> like last night I was uh, down in the kitchen getting a glass of water and I was making myself a hot water bottle for the bed, you know, which is what I do at bedtime. It's like so silly. Yeah. And my husband's like, are you going to bed? And I was like, I'm going to go read in my bed, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I did not leave the bed. <laughs> yeah. But I read till about 1030. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Okay, but so some those nights, are habits. you know, I might read, like, five minutes, yeah. you know, and then I'm, like, out. Mm -hmm. And other nights, it's out. It's not about the amount of time I spend reading. It's, like, this is how I, like, to wind my brain mm -hmm. down at the end of the day. I find it very difficult to go to sleep when I have to read this much. So Another really important thing to think about would be, if you haven't been in the habit of reading, sometimes it can be hard to match yourself with the right book. Um, and that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, but there are other resources as well. But um, come in and let us match you with the right book for where your brain's at right now, where your life's at right now. Because if we, oh, it's so cute. There was a boy in here, a 16-year-old boy. He looked much older. He was shopping with his brother. And he said his girlfriend wanted to get more into reading. And he's holding Moby Dick. <laughs> and I was like, not that one. He was like, actually, she asked for this one. I was like, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> get her what she wants. Uh, but may I also offer <laughs> this recommendation? And we ended up, and I don't know, I think we ended up getting her. He was a very generous. He was, got her like three books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was adorable. So um, if Moby Dick might not be where you want to start. That's I can sad. always tell when a dude is in shopping for his girlfriend. Yeah. I can tell like 90% of the time at least. That's like me being able to guess people's gender. I got a message recently. Oh, sorry, not gender. Their baby gender. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, baby genders. Because I had someone come in recently and they're like, when I was in here last, you guessed my baby's gender and you were right. Because they didn't know. And they 
they thought that maybe a baby was born. They were like, that bookstore lady, the crazy <laughs> bookstore lady was right. Uh, I've been wrong uh, recently, but I think I'm still like not above 90%. I was wrong with all my kids. Yeah, I was right with all my kids. Guess you know I'm special. Um, but yeah, we gotta we gotta match you with the right book. So make sure you you find something to get you started, get you rolling. Start yeah. off on the right foot. Otherwise, you're just gonna kind of like stall out, crash and burn. Yeah. Well, so today we're gonna talk about four, um, and there are a lot more than this, but I think these are kind of the most interesting ones. 2023 reading challenges. So if you go online and you're like looking for reading prompts, you're looking for some direction, some guidance in your reading, uh, reading challenges are really fun to do. And your your reading resolution could be to complete one of these challenges. Right. Um, so the first one is Pop Sugars. That's probably the most popular of the reading challenges. What's cool about Pop Sugar consists of 40 prompts, and then there's like another 10 advanced prompts if you want to write 50 prompts. But it comes on this, like, PDF checklist. And yeah. You can check it off and write what book you read. It's kind of fun. You could, like, keep it on your fridge or something. Um, and it's got a really, like, wide array of prompts. So some of my favorite ones are a book you bought from an independent bookstore. Done. They should um, all come from. A romance with a fat lead. Mm-hmm. A book with a rabbit on the cover. There are a lot, there you guys. Lot. There are a lot of books. We have a lot of bunny books. <laughs> book with the map so they're kind of just like random things it gives you a lot of flexibility in your reading it's playful but also the guidance that you might need right mm-hmm. um the next one is book riots reading challenge oh rachel did you just play a sound on your phone did your phone just make a sound what do you say is there a secret you need to reveal It was raining inside of our bookstore last Sunday. What bookstore? Oh, in Portland. Print, we're thinking of you. I don't know if any of you guys, I don't know if, oh, bless them. They have umbrellas out. Oh, and their ceiling panels are missing. Oh, that sucks. Well, you know what? They seem to be having some fun. Yeah. yeah, that's how we felt. Except for we weren't really laughing. We were just being pissy. <laughs> and we didn't have that much rain. No. Okay, so Book Riot. Your yeah, Book Riot. is called the Read Harder in 2023 Challenge. It consists of 24 prompts. What I think is good about this book challenge is this is for you if you're really, like, if you want to diversify your reading, both in terms of, like, the kind of stuff you're reading genre-wise and uh, representation. Yeah. So, like, one prompt, for example, this is something that I would not do on my own, is read a completed webcomic. Yeah. One is, like, read a cookbook from cover to cover. Wow. Um, also, read a YA book by an indigenous author. Um, read I feel like they're talking about <laughs> a specific book. But. I know. Okay. Uh, read one of your favorite author's favorite books. But, Ooh, I like that. But, yeah, so a lot of interesting prompts that would get you to go outside your reading comfort zone. So, so one like, idea would be, like, Maybe you could look up each of these ones we're me- we're, we're we're mentioning today and create your own checklist. Yeah, and Rachel is going to put links to these challenges. Um, so cherry pick what you like in the show notes. So 
Yeah, you could create your own challenge based on these prompts. Yeah, like the ones you, you feel like you most likely – okay, Booklist Queen. Tell me about that one. So Booklist Queen – so this is a blog. Have you ever gone to this blog? I am not familiar with Booklist, okay, Booklist Queen. Queen reads ahead all the time. So actually, if you want to know, like, what the best upcoming out is, Booklist Queen is a good place to go. Uh, Booklist Queen is a 52-book challenge. So this is like if you're aiming for a book a week, this reasonable. is a good one for you. Okay? Very reasonable. There's Ellen a, and I do that. Yeah, there's not a specific order to the prompts. You yeah. can, like, pick and choose. You don't have to go in order. Um, but one prompt that I thought was fun was a famous author you've avoided. I know. <laughs> I know. This is so funny. Like, I'm going to admit it. I have not read Cormac McCarthy. Oh, okay. You should do it. I know, but yeah. I'm scared. Dark hole. I found one. Okay. Um, a book you own but haven't read. <laughs> yeah, a book you this borrowed is so from good. a friend. So, so they're like very doable ones. Yeah, I have some of those. And then another one um, is kind of if you are probably if you are like one of, we have a lot of people who come in our store and they're like, I used to love reading or I'm trying to get back into reading or mm -hmm. I wanted to become a reader and they kind of want like some of this like, you know, 52 books a year might feel like a lot. Okay. This next one is Beyond the Bookends Reading Challenge. This is another blog. And what they do is they have a – it's like one prompt per book. Okay. And there's specific prompts. So so that's like a 12-book challenge. So if you're yeah. thinking of numbers and you want to set a number – because some of these, you know, you'll look at – you'll look at a list from one of these groups, 24 prompts, and you'll think, oh, 24 books. I don't know if I can read 24 in a year. You know, that's what I say. Make your own. Call it Amanda's Reading Challenge. <laughs> whatever <laughs> insert your own name and uh cherry pick the things that work for you and make it doable make it achievable goal you know if it's six books you're reading a book every other month that's exciting yep. my sister i think um had a goal of 12 bucks she wanted one a month um i am much happier if i'm reading more than one a week um, and I did, I did beat that this year. I'll probably be in the seventies again. Same. I wish I was higher, but. And Ellen is more impressive because she listens to no audiobooks, and I count my audiobooks. They count. They count. <clears throat> I know, but I'm just saying. Um, I think they count sort of now. I think they sort of are. As an inclusive book reading encouraging <laughs> company, I'm just bookstore. We encourage you to audiobook if that's how it will bring it reading back into your life. Consumable. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would say reading and listening are the same thing. That's just my brain. Opinion. Scientists would tell you they are. I don't and know. I don't know. I yeah. need the proof. I need you to show me the receipt. But that me. would be one way to enhance your life, as I mentioned earlier. And we do have a product for that. It's called Libro FM. And um, just same as Audible, except for Jeff Bezos doesn't get your money. Comes here to support our lovely booksellers. And but I think whatever you do, yeah. whatever your reading resolution is, reading should bring you joy. You know, So do something that is attainable for you, that is fun for you, that doesn't make reading a chore for you. My New Year's resolution, reading resolution this year, it's the simplest reading resolution I've ever made. <laughs> and it is simply read good books. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? I really haven't reflected much. I, when asked to recently by one of our, our blog manager, um, I was, I, I want to catch up on those books. That's why I'm packing the books that I'm packing. I'm looking through my TBR stacks 
and looking at the ones that somebody that I really care about told me I needed to read Mm -hmm. and I'm taking those with me because they're not the ones that are like, you know, I have lots and lots of ARCs, uh, advanced reader copies that I need to get a hold of or read for our subscription service. And I take that very seriously and it's very enjoyable, but there's no pressure or, you know, some of the ones I picked up from these fabulous bookstores we visited the other night could have worked on finishing, um, you know, this big Swiss book I'm reading, but, um, instead I picked up this little signed copy of the, um, the dogs of Parnassus that I picked up at Parnassus bookstore written by Ann Patchett. And it's like two paragraphs to four paragraphs written on the dogs that have played a role in their, you know, decade plus history. Um, it even talks about how they contemplated putting a cafe in at one point, and they're like, well, no, then we wouldn't be able to have all the dogs. And I'm like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> I want to have all the dogs, but we highly value our alcohol, scones, and snacks at our store, as well as the coffee. Um, I like the order in which you place this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we do get asked sometimes, um, you know, why not all the dogs? And we're like, it's not our choice. It's not our choice. It's a stupid, ignorant department of health. Don't tell them we said that. Don't but tell I mean, them. seriously. What's the health guy's name again? Don't tell them. Everybody lives with animals in their homes. We're not making, there's, it, it's just not going to happen. Like, it, a dog, I mean, a dog is not going to in any way hurt your consumption of our champagne. <laughs> Or our coffee. That, let's put that on a t-shirt. Or our, yeah. <laughs> a dog is in no way going to hurt your consumption. Of, of our, our champagne. champagne. <laughs> uh, she will sit and clean up your, uh, I mean, she's keeping our store clean. If anything, she's making it more tidy. If someone eats a scone and their crumblies go all over the place, she cleans that right up. Hey, fucking hey. Thank yeah. you, lovey. Yeah. You're doing important work. Natural vacuum cleaner. Well, this is like basically how to be a green store. Yeah. Get a dog. <laughs> okay. So it's easy to say what's popping at the store. Nothing. A whole lot of nothing. Except for we're going to be here. We're going to be selling you books because you've got reading resolutions, yeah. meet, and gift cards to burn. I mean, with the holiday, we're taking a little bit of a hiatus right. from events, but we are coming back strong in January, and mm-hmm. we are excited to share with you in the next couple weeks what we have coming up. Yeah, your book clubs will be back in January. We'll have trivia. And some new things we're excited about Mm -hmm. that you may not Mm -hmm. know about yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we'll get there. And um, there's a (laughs) few, few, few books sneaking in at the end of the year. Um, We have paperback editions of Wahala by Nikki May, which was enjoyed by uh, Ray Ray. Um, We have... How the Word Was Passed by Clint Smith. Long time coming on this paperback. You enjoyed it. Loved it. History. Um, Clint Smith is a poet. Um, this book is not poetry. It's nonfiction history. He visits eight sites that are significant to American slavery. Mm-hmm. And he reflects upon how they have or have not reckoned with their history. Um, and then how he experiences those places as a descendant of slaves. And then the kiddos are going to be happy. Maureen Johnson, the author of the truly devious, devious, truly devious, um, young adult fiction series. We should write a series called Kind of Devious. Kind of Devious. <laughs> uh, we'll have a new book called Nine Liars, and it's part of the series. 
serious. Serious. <laughs> it's serious. Nine it's liars serious, are serious. 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 Yeah. And then um, this is also an exciting time. Kids are loving um, the Wings of Fire graphic novel series. Yeah. They're very happy to see that in graphic novel. Oh my so gosh, where's the six. Wings of Fire? The number six is out. Somebody messed up. This should have been out before Christmas. So some kiddos are gonna like. I hope they have their gift cards yeah, ready. Come in and get it. Yeah. This should have been out in time to stuff their stockings. But come and get it. Use it for your winter break reading challenges because lots of schools have those. And with that, we sign off. We sign off on 2022. Thank you for giving us our fantastic uh, year of reading. We love you, all of our customers, and we can't wait to celebrate with you in 2023. And enjoy your happy new year. Word. Word. Oh, keep the champagne flowing and the books going. Keep the champagne flowing and the books going. That was my song. You do? No, I don't sing. Everyone does sing. You know, I know you have a song. I don't. <laughs> I have no music. Maybe that's why I'm so depressed. Okay. <laughs> With that. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Bye. Remember, uh, subscribe, like, follow, because you want to find out what's happening in dog-eared books every single week. Yep, and if you don't live in Ames, you can always follow us on social or hit our website to order books. Follow us at at dog-eared books Ames or at dog-eared books on TikTok. All right, listeners, keep the champagne flowing and the books going. This is so great. It's so great. (laughs)